President Trump, if you see this, please save us. I don't even see our American flag anymore. Biden's talking with some kind of crazy flag. This is America. This is our land. Please, President Trump. Please, please, I hope you have a plan. God, please save us. Save us from the devil, please. Y'all are about to have a panic attack. <laughs> this is our country. Our country. This is awful. God, please save us. So please. I'm going to leave now. Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye. 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 And to other places. Bye-bye. 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 Bye, folks. Bye-bye, folks. That's it. Bye-bye. Wave goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. We're finished. We're finished. Goodbye, everybody. And that's the end. And everyone says, oh, that was fine. I learned what was happening to me had a name. It was called being canceled. Hey everybody, and welcome to <laughs> episode 57 of Have a Nice Life. We weren't kidding when we said the cold intros are just going to get longer and longer. That one did a thing where like it was really funny in the beginning, and then it got really not funny, and then it got funny again. It's like our podcast. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> I just want to make an announcement, everyone. Um, y'all heard it here first. New president just dropped. <laughs> We found a new guy <laughs> for the country. <laughs> oh, January 20th, a historic day, which the, the history being made was that it was by far the worst day of posting the internet has ever oh, seen. God. <laughs> uh, the post-apocalypse. Uh, <laughs> I just loved was... everyone on both sides is going insane right now. Like, I mean, I don't need to say anything about the Republican conservative side because you just play that really troubling clip. But on like the, the libs, the copium is just to get immediately <laughs> defensive. Um, they whine for four years and they like wave their pussy hats around and now their guy won and it's still not enough. They're like, just let people enjoy things. 
<sighs> well, the thing you're enjoying is know. a war criminal in a $3,000 suit, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I... I don't know. Um, I think it's good enough. I think it's what America deserves. <laughs> I, I mean, not to predictably be a sourpuss, but our president cried during his speech about how much he loves Delaware. Like, I know Donald Trump left the White House in, like, the most cucked way possible, but crying oh, about yeah. Delaware. Fuck, dude. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm trying to be less nihilistic. I'm trying, I'm trying to, like, keep it level a bit. I don't know. Um, I... I don't know. Well, one thing I can say right off the bat is Donald Trump got what he wanted. He had more people attend his inauguration than Joe Biden. What if that was the entire crux of the pandemic? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was all leading up to <laughs> if Donald Trump had a Twitter, he would have definitely mentioned crowd size. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. Remember... How that took up like the first six months, maybe even a year of his presidency was just arguing about the crowd size of his inauguration. And it was still better than people like publicly wishing or publicly like desiring Jill Biden to get her like cheeks clapped by Joe. The amount of (laughs) horny Joe Biden family, not even horny for Joe Biden, like like. Horny for the idea of him having like marital sex is so strange to me. <laughs> like nothing even scandalous. It's just like Jill Biden's gonna give it to to Joey <laughs> real good go tonight. Outside. Please, like yeah. please go outside. Do something. Get off the internet. Like you're writing. The most boring fan fiction of all time. <laughs> it's like really fucked up. Like I do not care for the government to extend its long greedy fingers into anyone's personal life but i feel like that should just be legislated out of existence like you should just the capital punishment no no horny (laughs) posts about the president no none (laughs) unless they're funny like 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 sincere posts about oh my god that one that someone posted in our facebook group uh the have a nice life pineal gland decalcification fast track to success cult um about like having some weird fantasy of like the jill biden potluck dinner with hosted by michelle pete. o chasten your pete oh, belts with oh yeah pete and chasten <laughs> and dougie <laughs> like i love it why are they calling dougie, him dougie uh, Oh no. Also, like, can we just talk, like, get this out of the way right now? His kid has probably the biggest stepdaughter energy I've ever seen. Like, outside of I mean, like, a Disney movie. Yeah, I don't want to. I'm going to mostly stick with a no comment, but uh, very much funky art school student with like a lot of family money energy yeah <laughs> that's what that is it's it's, <laughs> it's very parsons is what it is oh yeah absolutely <laughs> so yeah but i mean in that case yeah expected 
There's like one person who listens to this who's going to be like, she's a child. Is she though? I don't know. I mean, if she's if she's a college student, I mean, I don't know. What can what constitutes a child anymore? Now, if you're like younger than twenty five, you have no agency. It's so true. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't. I can't keep up anymore. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, you can have an OnlyFans, yeah, but you can't have a boyfriend who's older than you. I you just, can I don't sell understand. consent, but you can't give it freely. Hot take. Less than 10 minutes. I, I love that people are like complaining that like people were wearing designer clothing to the inauguration. Like fucking uh, Melania didn't carry around like a $75,000 purse her entire presidency. <laughs> like, I, I'm going to say something unpopular. Um, again, another still less than 10 minutes in. Uh, I, it's going to be difficult to beat Melania's inauguration fit. It was so good. I don't even remember what it was. It was this blue cashmere, Ralph Lauren, like very Jackie O, classy. Yeah. I mean, there's no denying she is fashionable. Yeah. but And then her gown, she I found this out today. She actually co-designed it herself. Oh. Well, it's very. It was always very odd to see her standing next to Trump because, like, the most, like, just very, everything was like perfectly fitted and perfectly tailored, and then like Trump was just the sloppiest man on the planet <laughs> <laughs> with like the baggiest pants and like a huge, the high huge, with uh, like the fatty out the back, the, the honking wagon pants. out the back. He had like really high pants, like the longest. <laughs> rise of any man's pants i've ever seen and like the lowest inseam well i yeah he had the the drop crotch like justin bieber (laughs) pants going on but uh i i love the thread that chris wade from the producer from chopper trap house put on twitter of just all of the the funny images of donald trump that he saved (laughs) we put some on the podcast instagram but the one I forgot about that really took me there was that weird picture of Donald Trump with his like hair gelled. Oh yeah, slick back. And he's got like blue pants with like a brown belt on tucked in. Yeah. And he's got the slick back and it's so jarring. <laughs> yeah. And his he like he has the most like senile facial expression too. Like, and the he, power stance. He looks like they rolled grandpa out and just like stuck him on a stage and didn't tell him why. <laughs> They Joe Biden. He's just like, I don't want to, I don't want to move because I don't know where the exit is. So I'm just gonna stand here until someone else moves me. I mean, so good. We're we're like 24 hours into a Biden presidency at this point, and he has already upended an institution that is probably the most relatable to the average human. In the, I don't know what I'm saying. Um, he got rid of the Diet Coke button. Oh, he did. R.I.P. to the Diet Coke button. I, it has to exist somewhere, right? I, I think it was literally just a button that probably turned on a light somewhere, like in the kitchen, <laughs> uh, or like produced a tone to someone who was like on beck and call. Yeah, um, I, I need it though. I, I yeah, did. I mean, what? Here's a good question, right off the top. If you could have a button on your desk, let's say you were the president, 
What what would the button bring you? A diet coke or it would be a diet. You'd, you'd bring back the. Yeah. <laughs> would you like make it a press release saying in memory of Donald Trump? I'm returning the diet coke. Button I would call the, it Trump's the Oval diet Office. coke button, and then on the button I would just have like a like under the presidential insignia. I would have it uh, not embroidered. Fuck, what do you call it? Like a engraved yeah engraved um with that tweet of when he said he's never seen a thin person drinking a giant (laughs) (laughs) i would have that but it would have to be like a shirtless hunk that comes to deliver it i um yeah i would i'd replace it with one of those um amazon like dash buttons (laughs) so when i press it like i get a bottle of like tide detergent in two days (laughs) So you would just have it be an Amazon button. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, yeah, but, but I mean, I, I got to say, Joe Biden is trying to be progressive. No. He's doing a lot of things, like, in the first 10 days. Uh, Like, he rejoined the Paris Climate Agreement, which it's insane to me that we left that in the first place for really no reason uh, I think we were the only country outside. Outside, I can't remember the other country. Like there was one other country in the world that wasn't a part of it, and it was like I'm a fourth not world done country. Talking about the Diet Coke button. Okay, well we'll go we'll go back. I was gonna bring up another person in the Have a Nice Life canon, but okay. we can get back to it. So okay, go on. No, you ruined it. <laughs> oh, that's nothing new. I refuse to suck Joe Biden's dick on this podcast. But you can okay. all you want. <laughs> I'm not sucking his dick. I'm 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 trying to. I'm pushing him left. God. We gotta push him left. <laughs> but the reason I brought it up uh, <laughs> was because Senator Ted Cruz put out a very <laughs> misguided tweet saying, "By rejoining the Paris Climate Agreement." agreement president joe biden indicates he's more interested in the views of the citizens of paris than in the jobs of the citizens of pittsburgh my god does he really think that the paris climate agreement like is only benefiting the people of paris like one city like 180 in one countries country in europe <laughs> <laughs> and why does that have anything to do with the citizens of pittsburgh i just want to think notorious of... parallel city to paris pittsburgh the pittsburgh of the of the west i just want to oh, sorry the paris of the west <laughs> i want to think paris that is the pittsburgh of the his east. aides were like watching him type that and they're like no 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 just 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 let him do it. Just let him. Yeah. Just let him do this one. Yeah. We need to. We need to let a couple slide every so often. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, how how can a senator be so stupid? I mean, that's a stupid question. But then, of course, <laughs> I think they're all the stupid. Lincoln Project. The Lincoln Project is the number one reply, and it's a Photoshop picture of Ted Cruz with like an oversized cowboy hat and like a sheriff's badge and gun, and it just says resign with like the blushing emoji. <laughs> When is when is the Lincoln Project gonna drop the act? That's what I want to know. I think they're still gunning for like cabinet positions. <laughs> oh my know. god! I mean, that would be one great thing is if like we totally assume that the Democratic Party was gonna hire the Lincoln Project like right <clears throat> out of the gate. Yeah, 
and they haven't so far. I wouldn't put it past them, but so far, uh, they've been surprising me. Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's, we'll see. We'll see where things go. Um, I'm trying to remain optimistic because honestly, I just don't want to think about politics anymore. Yeah. I was having this conversation last night after the inauguration. I was just like, remember when you didn't think about it all the time? Like, was it, was it the fact that we were young and it didn't so much really affect us personally you know i think we're just or all was it just too not online. a part of this it was yeah like it was it was a combination of being like too young to care politicians at the time weren't necessarily interesting people they weren't like celebritized like they are now you yeah, know i think that's disgusting and i hate that so much it's like uh, being a politician should be a, a pu- it's a public servant job it's like a thankless position yeah it shouldn't be fun it's a job that no one but like some pencil pushing nerd <laughs> should actually want and it's now like a weird celebrity kind of thing and oh god it's it's fucking infuriating but i think it's a combination of all those things and now people write the world's most boring like- fanfic about you <laughs> <laughs> exactly a fanfic in which no one fucks yeah, just like a fan fiction of, of like people like getting together and like eating potato salad, having a book <laughs> it's club. So fucking depressing. <laughs> so fucking depressing. Uh, but yeah, it's it's just. I want to not have to care. I want that. Like, I want every news headline to not be the next end of the world. But I think that's like toothpaste that's already like too far out of the tube. Like we know that that shit sells on new news networks. So even if there's less to actually, like, report on, I'm afraid they're just going to sensationalize stuff that should just be under the radar bullshit, you know? Yeah, until people get burnt out and they find something else to sensationalize. Yeah, I think we're already way, well beyond the burnout period. At least I am. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Again, it's just like I'm, I, I want to give some people the benefit of the doubt for now just because I can't bored to give them any of my energy anymore to like i don't know it's i don't fucking know i'd i'm so fucking shot how about <laughs> i think that this article will help you um oh god okay this is what i don't know what this is from uh but it's about the diet coke bud <laughs> god okay If Trump noticed someone glancing at the box and sometimes completely unprompted, he would pick it up and move it further away from himself. Don't worry about that, he'd say. No one wants me to push that button, so we'll just keep it over here. Now, what were you saying? (laughs) Guests would laugh nervously and the conversation would continue until several minutes later, Trump would suddenly move it closer to him without actually saying anything about it. Then, later in the conversation, out of nowhere, he'd suddenly press the button Not sure what to do, guests would look at one another with raised eyebrows. Moments later, a steward would enter the room carrying a glass (laughs) filled with Diet Coke on a silver platter. And Trump would burst out laughing. That red button, he'd exclaim. People never know what to think about the red button. Is he launching nukes? Most guests would double over laughing at the prankster in chief. The prank also (laughs) offered a subtle sense of self-awareness. There were people who thought Trump was volatile enough to start a nuclear war. 
<laughs> See, the only thing I could think of is like, what if that button did launch drone strikes and that was like his post drone strike treat? <laughs> Pavlov. So, like, he really was bombing the Middle East, but his reward was for a, a, a cool glass of Diet Coke. Yeah. George, it's like it's like that. Remember that oh George God, it was such Soros a is under the desk. He like relaunches a drone and puts his like hand tenderly on Trump's thigh. Yeah, no, I, I feel like uh, Antifa actually pressed the button, <laughs> and uh, you just didn't see. Um, but it was like that movie, The Box. Do you remember this? It was like it's got to be like ten or fifteen years ago now, but it was like a movie about like, oh, you can live, or you're you're gonna die, but if you press the button on this box. Someone else in the world that you don't know will die, but you'll remain alive. Hmm. And it's like, would you be willing to kill someone you don't know to like keep your own life? Like, what if that was the Diet Coke button? It's like, what if you want a Diet Coke, but someone <laughs> else in the world is going to die? <laughs> and or, just Trump impulsively pressing the button. What if you want a Diet Coke and somewhere in the world someone asks for a Coke and they say, is Pepsi okay? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> An angel gets its wings. <laughs> <laughs> the the correct an- like there, there's no correct answer to that. Have you ever have you ever had that happen where they only have Pepsi and and you're like actually that's that's not okay. Every time, I hate Pepsi. Yeah. Fuck Pepsi. And Pepsi sucks. Tastes it's like so soap. true. But I I don't think I don't think I've ever said. Eh. If I'm like, going to put uh, that crap mind. into my body, or as as Donald Trump would say, if I'm going to keep drinking that garbage, I'm not going to do the shit that doesn't taste good. Fuck that. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, I don't know. I'm curious, what, what what's Joe Biden's button going to do? It's going to be a life alert that, button. That will, it, it will be the nuke button? <laughs> no, it'll be a life alert button. <laughs> <laughs> no he wears that one around his neck <laughs> it'll someone will have to come in and like remind him where he is it's just a button that like tells him the time <laughs> so he doesn't have so he can properly draw the face i'm gonna the i'm gonna m- make up a guy uh someone who's listening to this podcast who turns it off because that's ableist Okay, cool. Um, uh, so, uh, getting off the well, we're still in the Trump zone, but um, it will be a little sad to see such a remarkable and like strange family leave the White House. Because I feel like, do you think Barron is still there? Do you think they forgot about him? <laughs> I think I think I think he was never there to begin. Do you with. think it was? Do you think Barron was the one who had the silver plate? <laughs> I think Baron is actually an old Victorian child who died in like a like a preventable fire, and he never actually existed in the first place. Uh, <laughs> but uh, did you read the story about how Jared and Ivanka wouldn't let the Secret Service use their bathroom? No. Oh my god! I, of course, I'm horribly unprepared, as as is tradition on this podcast. But there was a story about how. Jared and Ivanka, they have, like, some townhouse in D.C. with, like, seven bathrooms or something like that. And they wouldn't allow the Secret Service to use their bathroom. So... That's what they have to do, like, piss in the bushes? They were literally... 
apparently using the Obama's bathroom, like, a couple houses down. Wow. Apparently, uh, in Obama's house, they have, like, a garage where, like, Secret Service is set up there with, like, their own bathroom there. And then apparently, eventually, I guess someone, like, left a real, uh, real stinky present behind and was just like... (laughs) Oh, you can't use this bathroom anymore either. <laughs> so they had to, they like forced the Secret Service to, uh, like shit in porta potties outside of their house. <laughs> Them and the Obamas. And the Obamas, yeah. <laughs> Secret Service didn't allow the Obamas to use their bathroom either. <laughs> yeah, fair. So the Obamas had to, uh, shit in the, in the porta potties outside of the Trump's townhouse. But yeah, so fucking funny. Um, yeah, imagine, imagine being the Secret Service guy who's like known for like the really like, what did you call it? A stinky present? <laughs> stinky present? I don't know where that came from. <laughs> Just imagine being like the guy who like ruined everyone's bathroom privileges because you just... They call them dumps. Big, massive dumps. <laughs> Yeah, just, just imagine being that guy, like the one who got their privileges taken away. Yeah, the one who got their like bathroom privileges revoked, and like every, you know, every time someone For has to go, else. yeah, you know, every time someone has to go, and they're like, "Wait, good job, Steve. Now I got to shit in this porta potty." But also, if, if I don't if like if people they... shitting in my house, oh my god, I took so many shits in your house. I know, and I hate it. <laughs> it's just something that happens sometimes. I don't, you know. <laughs> but also, if if I was told, like, if I got my bathroom privileges revoked from the people I'm supposed to be taking bullets for, I might not move that quick anymore. <laughs> yeah. Know. Yeah. I might. I might have to take a shit, and I might. It might impede my, uh, you know, athleticism. Yeah. <laughs> I might not be able to dive in front of bullets as nimbly <laughs> as I could if I had just used the bathroom. If you had an empty colon. Exactly. It's, uh, yeah, it's it's so fucking stupid. But yeah, there was no major armed insurrection. Apparently there were a ton of armed groups roaming around D.C. somehow, or at least in neighboring Virginia. But, uh, yeah, nothing really happened. Um... I didn't think anything was going to happen. It's just like... Yeah, I mean, we talked about it, but I do love... I know we used it for the album art last week, but the, the all of the troops sleeping in the Capitol, <laughs> and then multiple people set up, like, GoFundMes to get them fucking bed mats and cots. It's like, are you fucking stupid? Uh, like, it's a grift. Number one, we have the largest military budget in the fucking world by like a long shot. Yeah, we just uh, like bipartisanly agreed that uh, that everyone can have like a shitty six hundred dollars, but like the military needs seven hundred and sixty-eight billion dollars. Mm-hmm. They can afford fucking cots if they needed cots. They don't need us to fund the military further. Uh, it that one like really fucked me up. Because I'm like, people are so goddamn stupid. And also, like, if everyone's fucking snoozing on fucking military cots, and then all of a sudden someone with a gun bursts through the door, it's just like, 
six dozen military men with AR-15s like tripping over the like sleeping bags. It's like on Seinfeld where uh, George got the security guard the rocking chair and he fell asleep while the store (laughs) was being robbed. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Oh my god, it's exactly like that. Yeah, just like I just picture everyone like tripping over like getting someone's foot caught in the sleeping bag. (laughs) (laughs) Yakety sax is playing. It's just, it's, it's so, like, have some goddamn common sense. And also, like, uh, the virtue signaling that it takes to, to say, like, oh, I wish our military personnel were more comfortable. <laughs> it's so dumb. I will say. I don't know. No, I'm not going to go down that road. I'm not going to. I know exactly what road you're going to go down. About how, like, I am against war, but I feel like the VA is, like, a fucking poor excuse for veterans. Oh, yeah. I mean, that notoriously, all veterans are treated like yeah. absolute trash. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. It's, yeah. That's a that's a whole different podcast. That's a, yeah. <laughs> it's too serious. Um, I'm thinking of changing my name. I want to start going by the name Chad Optics. <laughs> Is that one of those, like, Blackwater mercenaries who Trump pardoned? Someone's. I, I, I remember one like, of them was, was Evan Liberty. Evan Liberty. <laughs> yeah. No. Someone referred to something with the like security team at the Capitol as as posing Chad optics. <laughs> That's the coolest like porn name ever. That's a crisis actor name if I've ever heard of one. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Max Power. <laughs> it's like that meme. I guess it wasn't like a well. It became a meme, but that Japanese baseball game where they made up the the american names oh my god (laughs) i need to find those names they were so good so 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 good (laughs) (laughs) let's see i think it uh (laughs) (laughs) i forgot about this (laughs) sleeve mcdichael (laughs) onsen sweeney daryl archideld Anatoly Smorin, Ray Misgriff, Glenn Allen Mixon, I feel like Mario McIlwain. These are just the guys from Come Town, right? Yeah, Raul Chamberlain, <laughs> Kevin No Gilney, Tony Sherrick, Bobson Dugnut, <laughs> Willie Dustus, Jeremy Grye, <coughs> Scott Dorick, Shown Furcoat. Dean Wesley, Mike Truck, Dwight Rortigal, <laughs> Tim Sandal, Carl Dandleton, Mike Cernandez, and Tom Bonzales. <laughs> DeGlester Hard so- Duncan Chud. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's more. There's another like Lude Jangloski. <laughs> That's my favorite. Tanis Telron. <laughs> Jin Ginlands. <laughs> Fraven Poof. I think I think Fraven is dating uh the guy from Scrubs. Uh, uh Pot O'Curl Snarry Shit One No way Sinai Duber Sinai Dubergenly <laughs> Jaris Forta Earl Jivlitz 
Yans Rubinson. Yo, he sounds hot. And Al Swermertz. <laughs> Sleeve McDykel might be my favorite. <laughs> Tag yourself, your Sleeve McDykel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy you reminded me of that. <laughs> I just love a list of funny names. Like, did you ever read the Wait, like Eric is, Andre? This is well documented. Well, that's why I like yeah, the, Eric... the East versus West Bowl. That's such good comedy. It's it's, it's classic. But the uh, there was I think Eric Andre years ago, like probably early Eric Andre stuff, it just made a website that just listed like a thousand different band names <laughs> that he came up with, and they're all. <laughs> perfect they're all so good uh but everyone should look that up on their own that's too much other people's content to, to get into at this part of the show but uh yeah i don't know uh what else happened this week did you did you uh we didn't even get into our week how was your week I, um i injured myself you injured yourself yeah so i was skiing and um some little kid some little piece of shit kid kids should not be allowed on the slopes anywhere like you know how they anywhere. have adult swim they should have adult ski like 100 percent slopes because <clears throat> like kids are so they're like made of rubber you can throw yeah. them down the mountain and they'd be fine and they just are reckless and you should yeah and they don't they don't know proper they, etiquette they have no fear of death so they haven't seen enough yet i was going down kind of steep part and i was probably going like 25 maybe 30 miles an hour i was like really hitting my stride this little kid comes and just like goes right in front of me so the only thing i can do is like fall down and i fell directly onto my tailbone i decided though if this happens again i'm just plowing right through the kid yeah i was gonna say just like keep it trucking yeah I'm just going to, like, make myself and as small as I can and just plowing right through. But, like, as I was going down, I was like, yo, piece of shit. Because it was, like, all that I could get out. Yeah. And the kid's, like, <laughs> mom was there. And she was like, what are you telling my kid? And I was just like. <laughs> I would have fought her on sight. Yeah. And then, like, my one of my skis popped off, but the other didn't. So I had to, like, walk down a little bit to, like, the next lift and then Ugh. put my skis back on. Um, so, yeah, I fell directly on my tailbone. It did not feel good. Um, the next day, I was going upstairs to do my French homework. And mm-hmm. I wanted to get a glass of wine so i grabbed my glass i grabbed my bottle i went upstairs i realized i forgot something i turned around my socks were very slippery i slipped and i fell and landed once again on my tailbone oh no we need to get you those, not- like, medical socks <laughs> i know i have the rubber on the bottom the, like uh the ones that you get at the psych ward <laughs> Exactly. I should have a pair or two laying around. That's dark humor, everyone. Um, but yeah, so I didn't break the wine or the glass, which was pretty impressive. But I fell twice on my tailbone, and now I like can't really sit on it. As someone who's fractured their tailbone twice, it's like some of the worst pain. Yeah, it sucks. And I was hoping to take a fuck trip soon, but I can't do that with a busted ass. So, <laughs> is your February trip off now? We'll see. <laughs> all right, fair. Yeah, uh, can't be can't be saying too much around all these COVID cops. True, true. 
the um yeah it's yeah i don't know i would have i would have wrote like just rolled that kid over i am going to <laughs> next time i swear i'm going to i don't care how sharp my skis are towards the end of the day because i like got back up and i was skiing because i was like this isn't gonna really hurt until tomorrow um there was <laughs> yeah, this exactly. woman who was going down probably like a slope she shouldn't have been going down because she was doing like the pizza aggressively and then i saw her skis mm-hmm. cross and i was like oh she's gonna go down and she yep, started she's, like she's she started like coming towards me and i just like grabbed my pole and i like kind of poked her with it so that she would fall in the <laughs> other direction <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah it's is, is skiing your new krav maga yeah i think it's gonna have to be for at least a bit <laughs> perfect yeah i'm trying to think what even happened this week um oh well i went to central pennsylvania <laughs> amazing you we saw the to, they uh, them sir we i saw that the, now that joe biden's president we did see the they them sir and it was uh they them zing <laughs> which is <laughs> uh yeah the <clears throat> only like quote-unquote east coast geyser apparently which may or may uh, not be just like a a ruptured pipe it's I'm not, I'm so torn on what it could be. Uh, and I, I did not take the time to look into it further. But the first time we went back in like October to see it, um, it was not flowing. So it was, it was like a pipe in the ground. <laughs> but this time it was like, it was spewing pretty good. And some would say like, a little bit like, like Joe Biden. Yes. At, at the, <laughs> at the potluck dinner. Um, so it smelled kind of like sulfur. So I'm like, is this just water runoff, like rainwater runoff, or is it actually like thermal energy? Who's who's to say? Maybe a little of both. Maybe a little Central Pennsylvania magic. <laughs> but uh no, that was cool. We went to road the, the the final days, the death throes of roadside America. That's so sad. In Charlottesville, Pennsylvania. But it's this gigantic um like model train uh panorama it's huge it's this gigantic warehouse that's just has this amazing big long model train setup with all kinds of recreations of stuff in the area and uh it's it's very nerd i'm not even like a model train head some my friends are but everything is everything is for sale like everything's on auction like currently and um yeah we never got to see it in it's like glory something else that covid's taken from us so we went to the the auction finale and you got to see the last of it before it gets all torn apart and sold it's so sad but yeah it is but we we kind of just went around central pa we went to of course we went to sheets like three different times i got the nashville hot chicken sandwich on the waffle bun as per your suggestion how was the chicken fantastic mm-hmm. i mean it's not popeye's chicken sandwich level but it was it was good it was pretty good i might get a um, chick-fil-a spicy chicken and then go to sheets and like put that chicken sandwich yeah on the waffle, on the waffle bun. buns <laughs> especially because it's like a liege waffle so it's like got these random big like sugary clumps so good yeah yeah it's a very sweet waffle but uh yeah it was it was good it felt good to just go somewhere different you know 
again, I keep, I've been telling people on the podcast, like, take a fucking day trip to anywhere, even if it's boring as shit, just go somewhere different. Yeah. It'll be interesting because it's not where you've been for weeks and weeks, you know? Fuck what the CDC so, uh, says. You know, we went to, we went <laughs> to some other, uh, other landmarks mentioned by Maddie Fresh. We went to Cressona Mall, and and they have like random slot machines there for some reason. Amazing! It's the saddest mall of all time. Um, some of the slot machines pay out in like phone cards, which oh is very interesting. Oh my god! Did you win any? Um, no, I I put a dollar in and lost immediately. So now now I can't call my grandma. <laughs> so, but um. The yeah, we went to Cresona Mall. We went to uh, Roma Pizza in Pottsville, uh, as spoken by Maddie Fresh, as uh, hanging at Roma because I'm feeling some Italian. And uh, honestly, solid pizza. If you're ever in Pottsville, Pennsylvania, hit up uh, hit up Roma. And uh, yeah, I mean it was fun. It was just a nice little getaway with my friends, um, former guest Kevin and the big ragu, <laughs> and. Uh, but yeah, other than that, I was helped my girlfriend paint part of her apartment, which was fun. A fun little like couple thing to do, you know what I mean? I don't know what you mean. Um, it's been so long since I've been a couple. <laughs> it hasn't been that long. I don't know if that counts. But, uh, it was it was not a very to, we did not do a lot of coupley things. Compared to me <laughs> in terms of the timeline of between my relationships, not that long. Uh, but no, it's been, it was fun. Oh, well, I, I was back on set yesterday, which was fun. I, mm. I claimed I would never PA again. And then my friend hit me up yesterday and was like, Hey, do you want to PA? And I'm like, yeah, sure. <laughs> so, was it, was it a pornog? Uh, it was. Yes. I was, uh, <laughs> it's on mop duty. <laughs> Ugh, you were the fluffer. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> So, no, that pays a lot better. Um, but so I, I PA'd, but it was nice. I went over uh, my girlfriend's like afterwards, and it felt very trad. You know, I was on that trad shit of like long hard day at work, coming home to like a hot meal. You know, but uh, hot meal, hot girl, yoga. hot yoga, got it all. Hot yoga. Uh, it actually like helped my back big time. Uh, which was very nice because my back is a fucking mess. I like, le- I like popped my shoulder blades yesterday, and it was so loud that like people turned around. <laughs> Did they think <laughs> like, you farted? Fun. No, they were just uh, curious. I don't know. It sounded like a legitimate pop. It was very odd, but um, but maybe they thought I farted too. Who knows? But yeah, I mean, it was it was oh so. We were doing the thing where we were just, like, showing each other random YouTube videos last night. And I showed her the video for, my opinion, 2020 Song of the Summer, Rumor, uh, Rascal. The one that's, like, the rap song interpolation of Rascal Flats. Oh, yeah, that one's so everyone good. Everyone just pointing guns at the camera the whole time. That one's so good. It's so good. and I thought you were going to say the one where to- the guy's rapping with, like, the really high-pitched voice. Do you remember that one? That. <laughs> yes, I need to show her that. I need to remember. I need to like listen back to our old episodes to like remember that. Oh my god, yeah, that needs to be shown. But I was like, she's like, oh yeah, you showed me this like when we first started talking, and I'm like, oh my god, like <clears throat> I re- I showed her so many weird fringe things when we first started talking, 
and I was like, I straight up, I was like, it's, it's a blessing that you're still here. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I showed her, like, the Shemokin Dunkin' Donuts video, like, a week in. I showed her the rumor video. I was just like, you're, you're a saint. <laughs> There's no reason you should still be here. <laughs> the, the weekend that I told my ex that I loved him, we watched the most bleak and random shit on YouTube for like three hours before. And it was <laughs> just to get the mood right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it was, it was weird, but yeah. But then she, she was like, Oh, I really love like this, these, this like video series of like these two kids who like listen to music for the first time. And I'm like, <laughs> so we watched a video of these two kids, like their reaction to hearing like Dolly Parton's Jolene. And I'm like, you're you're just as weird and it's great yeah <laughs> so but yeah i'm like oh my god i showed you the weirdest like niche shit so early on and i'm so sorry you gotta show her uh <laughs> lucky or bad luck 13 oh no, the bad luck 13 ride extravaganza <laughs> yeah. hellfest set all the 18 minutes of it I mean, we'll get there i showed her like a, a full of hell drum video last night so we're we're well on our way <laughs> i i showed her the video of a, a a really underrated emo band called uh colossal there's a really good video of them uh, it's it's literally them playing like a high school auditorium but they're fully adult men but it's it's a video where they both have they're playing with like two drummers and it sounds really really good and then she's just like oh I want to watch more videos with two drummers. <laughs> like that's all I ever want to do. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, fantastic. Uh, it felt good to work again. It felt good to not feel like a total fucking loser. So, um, yeah, so it's fun. Nice. Um, I'm uh like currently waiting to hear if I have to go to work tomorrow. <laughs> so I'm sure I'll get an important call in the middle of this and I'll deny it, but we'll see. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it feels good to be doing things. That that's really all I can say. Doing things is fun and interesting. It is. <laughs> I've spent like zero time in my actual like new apartment, so. Uh, but I got my new sheets, West Elm. Gotta say, pretty good. So good, I ordered the matching pillowcases, and they're on back order, and I'm really mad. Mm. So that's what they get for balking at the pillowcases off the bat. Yeah. But yeah. Um, oh, other shit going on. Actually, army hammers a cannibal. I was gonna say pillows. pillows. I oh. have a. I have a good transition here. Uh, let's go for it. My. I'm, I'm curious to see where this goes. My pillow CEO and founder Mike Lindell. The the former crackhead. Confirmed poon master. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I I was not ready for that description. <laughs> Um confirmed <laughs> What? That's me that's a, that's a, like weirder than me balking at the word stinky press internally. <laughs> I'm conf- our brains are just not working. It the, the, it did not survive Joe Biden's inauguration. <laughs> We're now all Joe Biden. We we've it's a malarkey. collective senility. The malarkey has gotten such a hold of me. Um <laughs> Our country now is a collective senility in in, uh, in solidarity with Joe Biden. Hey man, that's not cool. Um, <laughs> Daily Mail exclusive. Oh shit! 
Trump known for their hard hitting journalism. <laughs> Trump loving my pillow CEL Mike Lindell had secret romance with. Can you guess? Can you guess who? Can you just like throw out a oh name? My God. Is it Machine Gun Kelly? I don't think having sex with Machine Gun Kelly would make one a poon master per se. Um. <laughs> hmm. Uh. Tara Reed. Oh my God. It's actually probably like, pretty close. Uh, thir- no, Tara Reid, the one that uh, accused Joe Biden of sexual misconduct. Oh, my God. <laughs> she me too herself. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, 30 Rock actress Jane Krakowski. No, really? And wooed her with flowers and champagne in relationship that baffled her friends. Um, I'm not gonna read the whole article, but I'm gonna read the like the like bullets at the top. My pillow CEO Mike Lindell had a secret nine month romance with thirty rock star Jane Krakowski, dailymail.com can reveal. According to one friend, the relationship between the unlikely pair was an open secret in New York's West Village. <laughs> I can't picture the MyPillow guy strolling through the West Village. I don't know. The unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt star, 52, and her Minnesota-based lover, 59, were regularly seen in each other's company, sources say. One said, It surprised many of Jane's friend because she's such an icon in the gay community, but here she is dating one of Trump's biggest business backers. We'd always joke that Jane had so much money, couldn't she afford her own MyPillow? Another source revealed Lindell had wooed the actress for close to a year, showering her with gifts and flowers. I'm going to pause here. What kind of gifts do you think they were? Oh, God. I don't know. It's probably some real, Um, like, real, like, degenerate shit. Just, yeah, some... Like a (laughs) double-sided dildo. All I can picture is the relationship from 30 Rock where... uh, Jane Krakowski's character like dates the drag version of herself. <laughs> They're normaling. Um, They're normaling, yes. They added she had known him for about eight years, and they had be- been friends, but they had started a relationship about a year ago. Um, <clears throat> but sad, Lindell's romance with Krakowski, fifty-two. I love that they keep restating her age. Um, came to an <laughs> came to an end this past summer after a weekend together at the actress's rented Hamptons beach house. I also love how they like mentioned it was rented. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. they're like, did you hear she's fifty two uh. and she doesn't own this beach house? But <laughs> this is this is the most Jenna Maroney thing possible. When approached by DailyMail.com, Krakowski denied even knowing Lindell and said only, "I've never met the man." Lindell said, I have never even heard of Jane Krakowski. (laughs) This is so bizarre because I just Googled it and there's like no pictures of them together at all. I mean, it was it was an an open open secret. secret. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. But I feel like if they're strolling through the West Village, (laughs) like there's a good chance they uh, I don't know. Another thing that COVID's taken from us. (laughs) but yeah that's bizarre that's fucking he's like a a very not good looking guy no it's really not uh, well you saw like the martial law thing where he was 
like talking to the president about announcing martial law. It's like why why does this man have the ear of the president? It's all I want to know. <laughs> but I also love there was one person that was like see, this is why we shouldn't put entrepreneurs on a pedestal. And it's like, I don't think anyone thought highly of the MyPillow guy ever. It's not like he betrayed us. Like It's not like we all worshipped he's, him. He, <laughs> he's essentially like a pitch man. That's all he was. You know, he's he's the fucking slap chop guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> or the, the sham wow gentleman. Uh, I, I, I don't know. It's, I think they're the same guy. The slap chop and the sham wow, yeah. Oh, well, you know. Uh, Billy Mays, you know? It's not Billy Mays. Billy Mays is dead. The true member. I know Billy Mays is dead, but I'm saying, like, back when we we admired, we we trusted our pitch men. Who was the, oh, what was the, what was the slap chop guy? But almost, I guess, I guess it does, I mean, him being a former crackhead. Wasn't Sleeve McDykel (laughs) would never betray us. Um, I'd buy whatever Sleeve McDykel had to offer. But uh, the, <laughs> the yeah, I think notoriously all of those pitchmen had, like, drug abuse issues. Like, Billy Mays, I think, had, like, a known coke addiction. I mean... The slap trap guy was, like, a felon. I feel like you have to be. You can't have, a, like, you can't have a an ounce of self-awareness to do that job. That That's, like, the restorative justice we need, though. Like, if you're canceled, you just have to, like, sling shit on, like, late-night television for, like, five years, and then you can be reintegrated in society. Like, if people trust you enough that your sale numbers are good, like, we'll let you back in. The as-seen-on-TV gulag. Oh, so good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. <laughs> Speaking of products to wow and amaze your friends, I sent you one that really put you in a tailspin. Uh, oh, my God. We're going to have this come. Uh, we're, we're really going to talk about balls right now. I think we have to because you were very <laughs> confused at their purpose. No, here's the <laughs> thing, one, though. Let's, I... let's get this out of the way. It's, it's a new sex toy. <laughs> Where you put your balls into this device that turns your balls into a dildo <laughs> that, quote unquote, will never, you will you can lose your erection, but your balls will never go soft. So you can, you can have ED and then just go to town with your balls instead. It's good to have options. That's what I'm learning. But then you, 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 you balked at the idea of, of balls in general okay no so i'm gonna i'm gonna like them this is what i said to dan for all the male listeners out there i said (laughs) funny enough we have more female listeners of this podcast than male if our demographics were to be trusted we are are, uh, for that i for that i'm sorry our uh for all for all men our facebook group's a sausage fest it is yeah join our facebook group ladies um uh to quote myself a mere few hours ago, <laughs> just so everyone knows, so it's on the record, I always include them in the sucky sucky because I like to please a man, but they're terrible. <laughs> Who gets excited to see a pair of balls? I mean... I will say, you you have them, but I definitely have more experience. Like, I've seen and felt and tasted more of them than you ever have. I mean, that's that's a bold assumption. 
<laughs> but no, probably. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I a, a male's junk is not a good looking piece of equipment in general. You know, it's it's not what people it's sexualized, but it's not necessarily like traditionally attractive. You know what I mean? I I think my uh, problem with the balls is they're just so unpredictable. <laughs> What do you mean by unpredictable? Sometimes they're like all like <laughs> low and droopy and sometimes they're like. <laughs> <laughs> Can you make that noise again? <laughs> what does that mean? That's what happens when it gets cold. Do you mean they like they like contract? Yeah, and- which is like I was telling you earlier. It's just so funny that testicles. If we're gonna get the 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 innards <laughs> of the innards of the scrot sack is uh-huh. like it's like the the it's like an allegory for masculinity, but it is like the most sensitive thing. I mean, it's like oh, you do understand. I got padded a little too hard. I'm gonna make you throw up now, or like oh, it's too warm. I'm just gonna droop here, like. Like the the slime well, you, from you, you do, Nickelodeon. You do understand like the the like bodily function of the testicles, correct? P is you, stored. Do you understand why they P is stored in the balls. Do you understand why they <laughs> retract when it's cold and like droop when it's hot? I'm gonna be honest with you, I never had sex ed. <laughs> so- all right, to to actually give some people some some useful information on this podcast for those who it, might not. I don't know, really I care what the function is, though. It doesn't make it any less weird or off-putting. So your body can't produce like living sperm at body temperature of ninety-eight point six degrees or whatever. It's like now like ninety-seven point five degrees or something like that. Our our collective body temperatures have dropped. Have you known that? Uh, very interesting, but. You're, it can't produce sperm at the temp, they'll all die. So th- it produces it in the sack that is outside of the body. So when your body is hot, they move themselves further away from the body as to produce more productive sperm. And that's gross. And then when it's cold, it makes it, it gets closer to the body temp to to allow for the right temperature control it's admittedly uh, cool that's the function Science and that's why dope, they but i think it's still gross quote, that they quote, do unpredictable. that <laughs> <laughs> i love the idea that they describe balls as unpredictable like they <laughs> they're like gonna like scare you like when you cr- turn a corner <laughs> which I mean, they I do they could, but <laughs> <laughs> So everyone go buy a Baldo, sponsored by Baldo. <laughs> Did you get any questions this week? I have a lot of questions. <laughs> Existential questions or like questions from Instagram? Let's see. Um, <clears throat> I have zero questions cool uh i thought all right um i got a couple i have three 
So, uh, what celebrity would you be terrified to see what's in the glove box of their car? Army Hammer. Do people hide incriminating things in their glove box? I just hold snacks and my car manual. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think tissues. I got like. Yeah, I got uh, some like fast food napkins. In there. Yeah. Uh, but what what celebrity do you think would have something like fucked up in there? Hmm. I mean, famously, John Voight's pencil. Yeah. John Voight. I mean, the, current day. The periodontist. Current day John Voight. <laughs> current, current John Voight. Probably a lot more fucked up shit in his glove box now. Yeah, probably. Um, I don't. I don't know. I feel like Army Hammer is the obvious answer. It'd just be like a lot of DMT or whatever. Oh God! Um, yeah. Uh, I don't. The, the I don't. Cannibal, I don't really mean? care about celebrities, so I don't really yeah, care what they have. Celebrities to. died with COVID. <laughs> oh, what a celebrity! You mean like AOC? <laughs> oh yes, politicians. You are mean like the Squad? <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like the. Uh, I feel like Mitch McConnell. <laughs> bitch McConnell, better have my money. Whoa. Um, I feel like probably the person you least expect would have like the weird, gross shit. Yeah, I, I just don't really care like enough Burger, about celebrities. Burger King napkins. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Can you imagine someone going the Burger King? Ugh. I love Burger King. <laughs> um. Another car-related question for some reason, but which, what is your dream car? Um, I'm not like a car person. I just really would like a like a, some kind of Land Rover. Okay, a car that's even more unreliable than your current one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I hate how cool Land Rovers are. Yeah, that's why I want one. Yeah terrible though terrible actual cars to own um i'd really love a porsche 911 yeah uh i i had there was like an opportunity to buy one like years and years and years ago when they were like super cheap and now they're so much like a 911 sc of like the 1980 like 78 to 83 era were so you can get them for like ten thousand dollars and now they're like thirty thousand dollars for like a garbage model it's uh it sucks anything porsche is just insane money right now my actual yeah. dream car is the killdozer <laughs> all right that's the right answer <laughs> uh and then last question i have here is uh this is actually a pretty good one gotta say favorite leftovers Ooh, i feel like chinese leftovers are always the best that was the first thing that my mind went to yeah. as well. Like, cause I like like cold lo mein, I love. Yeah, so good. I do love cold pizza too. I prefer room temperature pizza. Like, yeah, if I yeah. eat pizza, I'll leave it out like on the stove and then like enjoy it in the morning. Yeah, no, that's I, I will eat cold pizza, but I think tracks. room temperature is like my preferred. Like when you can leave it out for like. 12 hours yeah okay after that you should probably put it in the fridge yeah but um yeah like an overnight pizza yeah fantastic like a a lukewarm pizza i was also a big fan of like reheated pasta 
Oh, when you do but it in the you gotta, in the pot. You got to do it in the skillet. Yeah. yeah. Or, or I don't pot, own a but, microwave, uh, so that's the only way I, I can do microwave it. Microwave tomato sauce is disgusting. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I used to be my friends used to be regulars at this diner in Trenton, and I'd get like they had really good pasta dishes. They had like a jambalaya pasta with like sausage and like Cajun stuff in it and stuff. It was really good. But the excuse me, and um, that the next day heated up with some olive oil in like a saucepan and like a little like sriracha or something. Mm. So good, so good. Yeah, that was a good question. Thank you for everyone who sent in. And uh, I want. I'm, I'm morbidly curious about this article that you've been pitching me this whole week. Um, oh yeah i kind of want to get into that all right let me find it <sighs> and when you say pitching you all week you mean like i mentioned it one time you mentioned it and i was like save that for the podcast but i've been yeah. thinking about it ever since the uh um, uh, yeah i'm actually looking it up on my computer okay okay i hope that this is it oh my god i just I don't think this is included in this article, but I just looked it up and one of the answers was uh, steering a car with two fingers, which is super weird. But the question we at hand even, people is, don't even know what the I know, I know, is, I'm just teasing it. 30 things that women do that men always find sexy. <laughs> What's this article from? What source? Uh, bestlifeonline.com. Oh, that's where I get all my news. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, I don't know. Should we? Uh, should should we get some? Um, what should we call it? Should we get some your hand in mine for this? Should yeah. We? <laughs> I I'm kind of wondering. I, I don't know I, if this is the music. Yeah, no, it's not. Know. It's not. It's it just doesn't work now. We could put we could put our uh, our. There we go. There we Perfect. Go. Oh yeah, we haven't done a strip club <laughs> review in so long. We haven't. Maybe maybe if we if if we come out of the other side of this segment, yeah. we'll get some in. Uh, number one, wearing a man's dress shirt. Um, I guess I would find that sexy if it was my dress shirt and it was like post sex. You know a, what I mean? Yeah. Especially if it's worn the way men would never wear it. Oversized, hovering over bare legs with three legs unbuttoned. Have they never seen Risky Business? I think that's how Trump wears it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I love the idea of wearing it away a man would never wear it. Uh, Donald Duck style. <laughs> number two. But yeah, it would be funny if like you go over a woman's house and like... She just come like walks out in like someone else's oversized <laughs> dress shirt, <laughs> um, and you and you're like over there to play cards or something, <laughs> like put a puzzle together <laughs> to like bathe her. I think context is key to bathe her mother who's on hospice. Um, <laughs> uh, goofing off every now and then. Just, just every now and then. It communicates that a person doesn't waste time giving a hoot about what other people think. Yeah, I love it when, when she puts her hands over my eyes while I'm driving down the highway. <laughs> um, <laughs> number three, laughing even when a guy isn't funny. 
I don't know about that one. <laughs> Again, that's not like sexy. <laughs> Laughing at a man's humor, no matter how stupid it is, is very attractive. Yes, guys will willfully ignore the patronizing. Ugh. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. That one's that one's to be determined. Being sweet to a random toddler you see in a store, restaurant, or park. I will say I do love Replace when a man that. does that. Replace that with a dog and I'm on board. Ooh, I can't hear you. Can you Your hear me now? Just stopped working. Did it? Yeah, there we go. You're back. All right. All right. So my connection's unstable, so oh. that's fun. Um, no, I replaced that baby with a dog, and I'm back on board. Okay, maybe. Here, this one really threw me. Are you ready for this one? <laughs> okay. Kettlebell swings. <laughs> I, I've never thought about it. <laughs> Diego Lopez, write those. Oh boy. Um. I feel like it's it's, it's. A lot of these things are just like, oh, it's funny when a woman does something that a man does. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's all. <laughs> it's. <laughs> Um, number six, <laughs> giving credit where it's due. And this is based on research from Thailand. <laughs> <laughs> you know, ISIS, you got to hand it to them. <laughs> <laughs> number seven, a tilt and a gaze. I, I don't know what that means. I don't know what it it's means. It's like a... Just like a cocked head and like a thousand yard stare. I'm just picturing like the the Zoe de Chanel. Oh no. <laughs> oh man. Number eight. Alexa, turn up the volume. Music according to <laughs> this one they really phoned this in. Music, according to a lot of research, is one of humanity's great aphrodisiacs. Okay. Sure. Uh, slow sips. Coffee, tea, wine, bourbon on the rocks, lingering is lovely. Okay, so apparently only, you, you can only drink coffee, tea, wine, or bourbon and be sexy. Okay, that's fair. Number 10. I get that. A jeer during the middle of a game. <laughs> Number 11. Agreeing to like golf heckling. dates. Oh, number 12. This is going to piss a lot of people off. Telling the story behind a first tattoo. Oh, no. <laughs> Some of these are so weird and specific. Like, They're so like, strange. Like bordering on fetish. Does no, anyone have a good first tattoo story? No one. Not one like, single person. Everyone's first tattoo is like... I'm stopping this song. I feel like every everyone's first tattoo story is like notoriously bad. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I mean, I have fucking diamonds tattooed on my chest, and yeah. they were—they were a six-month anniversary gift with my ex-girlfriend. Uh, Super good yeah. story to tell a new partner. I have—I <laughs> have a Hebrew tattoo that is like incorrectly written, and I work for an Israeli company, <laughs> so it's really a pain. Um, oh man! Number thirteen: drying your hair with a towel. Oh, so sexy. Number 14, a scooch of sarcasm. Just 
just a scooch. Followed by a wink emoji, of course. Of course. I wonder how you would do that in real life. Oh, God. Um, is... Number 15, making the first move. I do like that. Number 16, leading the hike up the trail. One thing's for certain, men will follow. I don't know. I think we need more manless hikes. <laughs> I just hikes. picture like, like a dozen men following like a woman who's like running through the woods on her night hike. On her night She's hike. just trying to take a night hike. <laughs> Let the poor woman take a night hike. It always comes back to the night hike. <laughs> uh, social media restraint. That's it for me, boys. <laughs> Erica deleted her Twitter uh, app. Come get her. Come get me. Who want me? <laughs> uh, not texting back right away. I hate that. <laughs> that's like the least yeah, attractive that's, thing. Uh, <laughs> Notoriously the bane of my existence yeah. in, in most forms. Helping out the neighbor, even if it's inconvenient. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> your girlfriend like cleaning your neighbor's gutters for some reason <laughs> what are you doing up there she's got the she's got the thing from the Grinch to put the light bulbs up to make her boobs shake <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking reference oh my god I'm just killing it with these references today um, <laughs> number 20 reading in bed with a candle on the nightstand and eyes that look happy, curious, and content in search. What is this like? No, she's just straining <laughs> because she's trying to read under <laughs> candlelight. It's like this. What is this like Dickensian situation? <laughs> it's really great when she she wears a long sleeping gown she's with, this with, a, with, a, with a long cap <laughs> and a, and a, and a candle on a little stick. She's Ebenezer Scrooge. You... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Now that's sexy. When a woman is wearing a lo- an oversized dress shirt while while yelling at orphans on the street. Guys want one thing and it's fucking disgusting. <laughs> Notorious power bottom Ebenezer Scrooge. <laughs> oh my god. Deep conversations. The guy in this picture is definitely Martin Shkreli. <laughs> Friend of the pod. <laughs> Offering to shave his face. No. Taking. I did have an ex-girlfriend wax my back once and it was not great. Oof. I'm just going to leave that one. Uh, <laughs> I bled all over her kitchen. Jesus. Uh, I got a lot of hair back there. Yeah. Uh, taking the high road with customer service. I mean, I think it's unattractive for anybody to treat like a service worker poorly. Yeah. You know, but I wouldn't say it's sexy it's either. Sexy, yeah. It's uh, just common. I, it's you appreciate just, someone on a more like it's just human level. Doing the bare minimum. Uh, <laughs> yeah, literally. 24. Dancing. Uh, twenty five. Wearing red. (laughs) What was twenty five? Wearing red. 
I, I guess. Oh, here here it is. This is this is my time, wearing glasses. Hmm. Both of us are killing it in that yeah. department. A bite of the lip, whether it's his or hers, men swoon for this move. <laughs> I do enjoy being swooned. Uh, but why? Why is stuff that actually like deserves to sort of be on this list? Uh, why is it showing up on the list at like the very end? I don't know. Uh, it's like <laughs> wearing a baseball cap at Sunday brunch. I I do appreciate a woman in a in a cap. Okay. I don't know why it has to be brunch specific. But this is sure. such a, like an anticlimactic list. Befriending friends. Again, not like <clears throat> sexy. Yeah. Like sexy is like a very specific thing. This is just like, oh, like good good things for your relationship. I'm going to go ahead and call this next one ableist because I cannot wink. But it is winks <laughs> okay. and whispers. Uh, winks and whispers. I, I can't whisper. Yeah. I'm <laughs> just screaming. Oh, all God. The there's also 30 things men do that women always find sexy. I feel like we need to go through that list now. Yeah. Okay, this is it's going to be bad. Steering the wheel with just two fingers. That's on that's what men do? Yeah. Or what women do? No, this is what men can do. Oh, that's okay. sexy. I, I prefer driving with my knees. Uh there's the first two right off the bat driving ones. Driving with an elbow out an open window. When you're dating your long haul trucker who's on fucking trucker speed. I was going to say your dad. <laughs> True. <laughs> Driving the family station wagon on vacation. Yeah. Uh, placing a hand on the small of a woman's back, guiding her to her seat. Imagine like being some guy who takes this literally and you think it's like just for strangers. <laughs> just touching every woman on the small of their back. Yeah. Ugh. 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 Placing a hand just above her knee at the bar, but apparently only at the bar. Yeah. I do love that move. And, and and at the bar, as in the 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 test to become a lawyer. Yeah. There's all of these at the all, bar exam. <laughs> every single one of these include limbs extending an arm against the back of her chair. You know, it's all men got. Their extremities. That's it. <laughs> Number six, wrapping an arm around her waist. <laughs> okay. Taking a shirt off by pulling it over the head with just a thumb and a forefinger. And they used a picture from Fifty Shades of Grey for this. What does that even mean? I can't picture it. <laughs> I feel like your arms would get caught unless you're just... I feel like I don't care... How many fingers are used to take off a piece of clothing? Yeah. Wait, this one's weird. It's like it's like you're holding it like it's really smelly and you don't <laughs> want to touch it. <laughs> How about this one? Just a lot of a lot of two finger action here. Because remember, we got we got the two fingers on the wheel, we got the two True. finger shirt removal, and now we got drinking a beer bottle with just two fingers, <laughs> like this. I, that seems very like cucky to me yeah that's like that's you turned on right now no i am questioning your orientation (laughs) that's what i'm doing (laughs) (laughs) number nine taking a wallet out of the front pants pocket 
What? <laughs> in theory, this should not be more attractive than taking your wallet out of your coat pocket, which in many ways is a more civilized move. But for some reason, that leaned back and hand slide into a pair of jeans is irresistible. <laughs> I've never, never thought of that before. Uh, 10, rolling a buttoned up shirt to the elbows. Well, I get that. Yeah, that's a good one. The soft eyes gaze. <laughs> when he's nodding out. <laughs> Basically, what I'm getting from this is that men can men think they can do anything. Number 12, wearing a nice sweater. <laughs> Again, men doing the bare minimum. <laughs> this seems counterintuitive, but a lot of women, I must ask who... Describe seeing a muscular man in a sweater that is at once fitted and snuggly the same way men describe seeing Emily Ratajkowski in a bathing suit. Sure. I mean, I've seen Daniel Craig in a sweater. Wait. And I get it. Plus, it gives women the opportunity to drank the, or drop the handkerchief. For more on this move, what? check out 10 Subtle Signs a Girl Really Likes You. Who has a handkerchief these days? <laughs> uh, stretching <laughs> while standing. So like the, your gut comes out of the bottom of your shirt <laughs> yeah. a little bit? This one says, when a man stretches and his shirt rises so that the V shape of his pelvis is just slightly visible. That doesn't happen in real we all, life. because We all have that. Yeah, everyone. I, I feel like these are all, like, all of these things are just, like, <laughs> men being tired. Like, just barely keeping his eyes open. Stretching and yawning. <laughs> Nodding off at the wheel. Uh, offering your coat. Okay. Uh, fixing something. Because Emily Ratajkowski is wearing a bathing suit during sweater <laughs> <Yeah>. season. <laughs> Uh, fixing something. Okay. Fixing a sandwich? Like, what? You need to be more specific. Mm. Uh, running. Fixing a, fixing a sporting game. Yeah. Fixing an election. Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, running your fingers through your hair. Oh, my yeah. God. For, like, most mediocre. Wearing a plain black t-shirt. <laughs> Oh, yeah. These are all, like, men who are tired and men who, like, <laughs> can put on, like, get dressed. That's it. Like, that's all you need to do is, is and you're tired because you got dressed. Yeah. Uh, doing chores, you know, doing chores. Uh, listening intently. <laughs> Keeping your fingernails short. Uh, I bite them, so no problem. This one, come on. Doing something romantic. That's just like saying it's sexy when a man does something sexy. <laughs> I know, right? Like a hundred percent. Being good with kids. <laughs> okay. Offering up his seat on the train, but I guess not on the bus. I. <laughs> I I'm a, I'm a seat offerer on the train. Uh wrapping your arms around her. I feel like they already said that, or at least said one arm. So now mm. we're on to two. Now two arms. Yeah, <laughs> twenty-five. Holding a puppy. <laughs> the, the like the super cheap like 
internet dating scam. Yeah. Uh, reading a book. <laughs> cooking. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> being passionate about something. What if that something is like. Being sexy. <laughs> what if that. Yeah. It's like a. It's a expanding the third reich oh no um <laughs> reading the book it's the the turner diaries <laughs> just putting together pipe bombs in the basement yeah uh <laughs> 29 focusing on a task <laughs> okay and number 30 what's the big 30 Loosening your necktie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That's... I feel like we got to wrap it up after that. I'm, like, exhausted. (laughs) You were doing so much. I was... You uh, were drinking your drink with two fingers. You were... I I got dressed. I'm wearing a black (laughs) t-shirt You were listening intently. I I was. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's not easy. (laughs) So yeah, after that, I'm I need to get my sleepy eyes on and and get ready for bed. Yeah, I have to go don my night shirt and read a book by candlelight. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, yeah, not much else to say. Knock it off with the Bernie chair meme yeah. already. Got I love Bernie. I love seeing him. I love that. The Bernie chair meme is getting more play than Joe Biden actually becoming president. You know what? I support it. It's great. I will say there Uh, was some pretty embarrassing discourse around it. Um, People like there was this one woman who uh, commented on Bernie and she was like, come on, Bernie. Uh, Emotional labor shouldn't be beneath you. Could you at least pretend to be into it? Women do all the time. (laughs) And then this one woman was like, did you just tell bernie to fake smile and to, to smile and say that it's because of feminism yeah oh my <sighs> god oh he he reminds me of my abusive father so. <laughs> <laughs> do you uh do you, do you have any other people's content this week my other people's content is that it is citrus season and the Karakara oranges are out of this world so go eat one where where can you get them? Anywhere. All right. I'll be on the lookout. I know Trader Joe's has them. Uh, I got them from Misfits Market. I think this is the first time we've had like an organic, uh, like an of the earth, uh, <laughs> <laughs> other people's content. I'm returning it's to a, Mother it's, Gaia. It's God's, it's God's content. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, uh, I really enjoyed the new Netflix limited series called Pretend It's a City with Fran Lebowitz. Uh, She was like a humorist writer from like the 70s. She wrote for Interview Magazine. Uh, It's her basically just making Martin Scorsese laugh the whole time Hmm. while like complaining about living in New York City. Uh, But it's fucking great. It's hilarious. I could probably listen to her complain about everything on the planet and be totally happy with it. So check that out. It's uh, it's worth watching, especially if you miss New York. I don't. So uh, yeah, yeah. Well, you might appreciate it. She's just an old woman ranting. Yeah. Which we love. We do. We love it. We do. Um, 
plugs. What do you got? Follow me on Instagram at EM Rikini. Also follow me on Twitter because I'm just hemorrhaging followers. Oh, yeah. People hate to see a successful woman. <laughs> we lost more followers on the Have a Nice Life account, too. That's thinning the herd. Going backwards. It's true. You posted those Trump pictures and people were like, ugh. I don't think it was so much the Trump pictures as it was like me talking about Biden's and the war on Syria, the meme. True. True. Any other plugs? Uh, Not at this. Lark and Lace. Yeah. Not at this time, though. Yeah. You know. Okay. Watch the space, yeah. I guess. Uh, you can follow me at Dan Bassini on Twitter and Instagram. You can go to danbassini.com and pick up your copies of No Invite or my newest book, Cruel Summer. Uh, I'm finally like, settled into my apartment and ready to start shipping out again. I've I've located the local post box, so um, back back firing on all cylinders. And uh, yeah, you can also check out the Rangefinder Diaries. I don't plug that enough, but project I've been running for over 11 years now, posting a new photo every day. Uh, look at that before Tumblr decides to just disappear off the page of the earth and all of my work is lost. Mm. <laughs> so appreciate that while you got it. And um, you can follow us both at A Nice Life Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Like I said, uh, people can't handle the truth. Yeah. And uh, we need to get that follower count back up. And also... Tell your friends. Our, tell all your friends. Get them to join the Have a Nice Life Pineal Gland de- de- Decalcification Fast Track to Success Cult. We got to change Facebook that. Group. I've invited so many no, people and they've been like, I'm not joining that because I don't know what it is. I mean, you know, it's. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I feel like, again, thinning the herd <laughs> for better or worse. Oh, and I promised I'd play you this. <laughs> Megan McCain clip that you told me to pull. So anyone who's still at it, enjoy this InfoWars clip. We need to consider all, all, all oh, my favorite. Again, sending these people to Gitmo. And that may sound extreme. These are domestic terrorists who attacked our own republic. They should be treated the same way we treat Al-Qaeda. It's her father that famously funded Al-Qaeda, was photographed with the heads of them and Al-Nusra in Syria just five years ago. Her father is now in hell. <laughs> I love it. So, thank you uh, for everyone listening this far. Uh, yeah, follow us, rate and review if you can. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. Have a nice life. Bye.